Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to another episode of... Is this place haunted? Is it? Don't know why I went English there. <laughs> For the spooky bands. <laughs> spooky bands. That's us. <sighs> right, so we're on to our second episode. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be a mini episode this time because basically... We're trying to get our shit together for the next episode. Yeah. So we're going to do a lot of research for that. But we had so much, I guess, overspill from the last episode around about friends' stories and our own stories. We thought we'd do a little mini just to kind of basically just have a chat more than anything else. Yeah, like scary stories, like to listen to. I love listening to shit like this when I'm like going for a walk or driving or something. So I know, I know. I know you don't listen to it, but I love it. You remember the Morbid Girls? Yeah, their voices annoyed me. Don't don't come for me. People oh, don't, don't, don't say that because they've got like they've got a massive fan base or whatever. And including me, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like that with two girls, one ghost. And a lot of people don't like like them. And I love two girls, one ghost. I don't I don't listen to that one actually. I need to give it a go because I think my sister-in-law loves it, but um and she loves all that shit as well in fact I think she listens to the cocktail one um oh it's really good it's really good true kind of cocktails the really funny thing about two girls one ghost is well one the name but um (laughs) they had a review written about them and it was two girls one brain cell (laughs) and they were pissing themselves at that's harsh by the way like see people do come for you when when you have your podcaster because like I was following reddit um, for morbid I don't remember why I think I was trying to work out what Ashley did for a, like for a day job or what, what I was trying to work out something about one of the presenters I was like I wonder what she does anyway went on it and there was all these pure harsh reddits about their their show and I was like I think their show's really good reddit's like a deep hole that I don't like going into no sometimes. I know like I do like to read other people's things but sometimes people are just so mean there's a lot of keyboard gangsters 
I know, tell me about it. Um, I go on um, Reddit for Bravo, Bravo Secrets, Real <laughs> Housewives, and probably ghost stuff, actually. Ghost I look stuff. on it for ghost stuff. Um, yeah, I also would read stuff about um, Jersey Shore on it. See, I never watched Jersey Shore. Oh my I God, was- you would love it, Lauren. But so much like the behavior, like when you watch it now, especially when you look back, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this was allowed. See, I used to be really snobby. So I'd be like, probably, I'm not watching that. That's gutter television. But now I'm like, eight so like- Georgie Shore. <laughs> I'm like, probably, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> like all the Real Housewives, Bravo. I mean, arguably, a lot of people would argue Ghost Adventures is trash TV. No. A lot of people would. It's so it's so well done though. It is oh. trash TV to be fair. Um, I actually, I downloaded an app recently that's got like <laughs> it's really telling because it's called. Can we say names of things like that? Like Discovery yeah. Plus. I downloaded I downloaded Discovery Plus and um, it's it's the trashiest of the trash TV. It's got like every ghost hunting series, it's got adventures, hunters. My new favorite one is help me i'm a celebrity and my house is haunted did i send you that no so funny (laughs) oh my gosh i like quite like have you ever watched celebrity ghost stories yes i like that that's also trash tv Um, do you know what else is on discovery that i started watching and i actually had to stop because it's creeping me out uh Mm. oh is it the monsters inside me and it's about parasites and stuff oh no i can't watch that it's too real like at least with ghosts i can be like right zach bagans it's been quite dramatic yeah you actually could have like a parasite and there's these parasites and i know because i've studied at uni that you can get (gasps) your eyeball and like you have to pull it from your eyeball and it's like this big worm oh my god well wait till i tell you i know this is unrelated to ghosts right we'll get on them soon but yeah um but basically my friend's former brother-in-law they went um his sister went camping uh, not camping they went like you know like they slept on beach huts in like india and stuff like that and he came back with a parasite in his stomach like one of those massive and it it was like one of those giant tapeworm things yeah that doesn't surprise me because especially if they slept because like schistosomiasis in places i don't know if india is one definitely in africa and like malawi you get it from it it comes in your foot oh no i'm never going there on holiday <laughs> just a visual for people listening lauren turned away and all i saw was the hand to the camera <laughs> No, no, I won't be. I won't be booking any package deals to there. Like, no, not for you. Like, Funny story. Somebody I went to uni with, who was obviously a medical student, had gone on holiday to like Malawi, mm-hmm. and got schistosomiasis, and diagnosed that you need to get like a PR exam, which is basically a finger up the bum. Oh God! And their GP was our lecturer. That's amazing. This is a true horror story of today. <laughs> yeah, it's a true horror story. I'm pretty um, sure they were like, I'll, I'll just have the worm. Yeah, yeah. I'll just keep it. Thanks very just, much. It's okay. Thanks for I'll have it. <laughs> that, that must have been embarrassing, but also good, a good learning experience because maybe they could have, you know, Do like you know a live action. Really like the person um, who went, but we had just done a, a uni project together on just a semesis, and I was like, we knew. <laughs> we knew. Um, but anyway, speaking of proper scary shit, Lauren, mm-hmm. do you want to go first? 
yeah um well I don't I don't have to but I will um so I guess I don't have to but I fucking will hun I fucking will all right then um no I am so I was actually going to carry on from last episode because um I think I touched upon it so it's going to be a short episode for us so um I'll probably only tell a couple of stories that um but we're going to sort of collate them over time as well because we've got somehow we must surround ourselves with spooky people for some reason like everyone I know is spooky or do we ask Oh yeah, or maybe I just oh, yeah. other people just don't bother. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, oh, so um, I mentioned the last episode that um, about me and my friends when we were quite young. So <clears throat> we were like teenagers, and basically, and I don't know this story. Just this is a live. This is a live telling. telling us. In fact, my friend asked if I was going to tell the story, and I'm like, yeah, I'm in this episode. So, so basically, um, when we were super young, my best friend um had this boyfriend who was also a lovely guy, um lived in sort of a hometown her hometown is like relatively near where I'm from we went to school together blah 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 anyway she used to go in for ages and she said um she was like oh man it's so crazy at Matthew's house and I was like why um and basically um oh there's like his council house it was just this tiny council house in this area and stuff like that um where we lived um basically it must have been haunted by like what they think was the previous owner so apparently an old guy I mean this is speculative apparently an old guy who lived there died there and he's obviously what they thought was he was obviously in a state where he was like why are these new people in my house and pretty much it was like consistent every day in their house they would have spooky occurrences so like um fair uh, my friend told me that um basically her his mum was psychic um and so she used to phone up these psychic lines because of like all these disturbances in the house and was like uh excuse me can you come and sort out what's happening in my house or whatever and apparently psychics used to just say to her on the phone because we used to phone psychics they would just say sorry we can't do this with you and, and put down the phone and she, she said it happened all the time then she went to another psychic and was like there's someone in your house and she's like um it's like you feel him don't you and like blah blah and it said but basically he's an evil presence and you need to get rid of him and all this type of stuff so anyway um, my friend used to tell me like oh so we would so one night apparently her and her boyfriend were like upstairs in this attic room it was it was like weird and they had like um it was like they didn't have like one of those things that you put over like you know to shut it or whatever like so you could just see into the hallway and she says one night um her and her boyfriend were watching like some film or whatever and Matt like was like what was that and basically there was like a guy or he said that he he thought he saw someone like walk underneath the ladders and stuff like that and go down the stairs when they were there so fair so meet her knowing that I was like wild into ghosts and stuff like that she was like let's just like come over and let's do a seance and stuff like that so I was like oh cool yeah Barry so we went round first time it happened we were upstairs house totally empty and um we were watching The Shining as young children do because we were like oh we're wild or whatever so we were watching that upstairs every like net like everything was off in the house apart from us with the TV upstairs and stuff and we're all just having a laugh all of a sudden we started to hear this like from downstairs and we were like what the fuck oh my god and we both like went silent and we just kept hearing it like this kind of like banging on the table by the way and um it was coming from downstairs so me and me and my friend and her boyfriend we decided right fuck it let's we knew something was going on in the house so we said let's go downstairs so we went down into the living room right and we were just like sat in the living room on the couch and Fern started to give this whole like 
um like trying to provoke it and stuff so who are you and all this type of stuff and there's the I was sat on the couch nearest the door that entered the living room and all of a sudden again nothing like there was no wind in the house there was nothing there it like it was like totally calm it was quiet in the house we just heard this the door right next to me mm-hmm. and it just kept getting louder and louder and louder and eventually like like my mate started to go a bit crazy and that she's like she's like oh stop whatever and it stopped and then she started swearing and stuff like just fuck off just fuck off and it started banging louder and louder and louder and I was actually starting to freak out um and then Matt was like he turned around and looked behind us so the couch was like facing into the room like but the window was behind us but the, like the curtains were drawn and he like looked he's like what the hell is that and we both we all turned around and we're talking like right next to us the only way I can describe it is it was like these like bubbles that kept like forming and they kept getting more and more rapid like like, like no it was it was like orbs but not and we were like, it was so strange. It was like you could touch them and it just kept getting more and more of them kept coming. And they kept like, it was like it was trying to form something. I'm not even joking. Matt like eventually freaked out and he like pure like, because this was in pitch black and we could see it like moving around and stuff like that. And it was about to like come together and we all just freaked out and we jumped across the room. And then all of a sudden we turned the light on and it just kind of like dissipated. It was so strange. Um, so then... After that, we went back upstairs again. And for the rest of the night, we just heard the same banging from downstairs. And then there was someone going up and down the stairs and stuff like that. It was crazy. So that was that night. And then basically myself, my friend and another friend, we decided, okay, let's let's properly document this, right? So we came back for another night and um, we're all just having a bit of a laugh. And we decided to have like, okay, let's do a proper seance. So we're all like sat at this table and stuff. And there was all these like things on it and everything. We were just like moving, you know, doing the whole, we didn't do the glass thing, but we did the whole, like, if you're here, give us a sign. If you're here, give us a sign. And Fern was like, oh my God, like, did you see, did you hear that or whatever? And we heard something like moving across like the, the coffee table that we're on, like something had been pushed off the coffee table. And we were like, woof, geez. Um, but the whole time, which I've not told you was we were filming it. So this is this video I was talking about last time. So my mate was filming the seance and he said, all you could see was this like little, like it was like a sweetie or something that just like literally like it got pushed off the, the coffee table. I was like raging or whatever, because that was mine. And it like landed on the floor. We didn't notice it, but here's the crazy thing. So after the seance and stuff like that, we were like walking around. So I had the camera and we'd done something. We were like, basically mucking about and I was like filming the room and I filmed towards the kitchen and swear to god if we can get this video back off that bitch that lives in Carlisle if you're listening we need that video Carlisle bitch Carlisle we need the video um so basically it a face came I'm not kidding a face came out of the door like literally a man's face came out of the door towards me that's the stuff of nightmares but I, in fact, it was, it was my friend, it was my other friend that was filming at that point and he didn't notice. So we panned back around and I was like purely like having a laugh and stuff. Um, and so he didn't notice it. And it wasn't until we watched the video back. And I'm not kidding. I've showed my mom, my dad, everybody that's a skeptic. And they were like, 
that looks like a fake that looks like somebody's face coming out of the door (gasps) you got it on film that's mental yeah yeah. the last part of it though is so I'm going to be really brief with this I mentioned that Matt's mum was psychic so they basically sometimes she couldn't be bothered with sleeping upstairs and she used to like go downstairs and watch tv and like like sleep on the couch and stuff like that and basically um one night she was sleeping on the couch and her daughter came into the what, what she thought was her daughter came into the room went into the kitchen and came back into the living room and it started like pulling like not like roughly but sort of started to drag off the duvet that she had covering her she was basically like piss off like come on I'm awake bed like leave me alone or whatever thinking it was somebody taking the mick out of her because her eyes were closed she basically said it kept pulling and she was like Jade leave me alone like that was like I think her daughter and then basically they whacked it off um and she opened her eyes and she said just standing over her was this like she, she says the only way I could describe it it was like the scream mask but like it was totally like weird a weird formation and it was just like standing over her looking at her and like um she said she just closed her eyes again and was like go away go away and it went away and she said so we showed her the video of the face that come out of the door and that was that was she was like that's the face I saw oh so, fucking god so to this day I don't know if that house is still haunted by that same guy, but like there was loads of stuff that happened like that. Like it was a freaky, freaky house. The weirdest thing for me was definitely the orbs. Like that was the that was the craziest thing. I mean, I need to, like you know I need to get my pal on to talk about it as well because she yeah. was there and it was it was so strange. Like and the thing is, like my friend and her boyfriend, they were like aware stuff was happening, but they were both like, quite cynical about that type of thing. You know, you get people are just like, nah, it's not that. And that. even that night, they were like, this is crazy. So. That's the, that was the story I was going to tell you last time. And that is a video that I need to get. I am like shooketh. Do you not think that like somebody pulling the covers off of you when you're half asleep or like dragging, like pulling your leg is like such a human fear? Yeah, it's like, it was really freaky. Not only that, right? She told us as well that she felt this like cold, like it was like, how she described it was probably a bit taboo or whatever, but she described something cold dragging up, to, like up her leg towards her as well. Was that a ghost cobby? Well, we thought it was a, co- a ghost cock. Yeah, we did. We were like, oh, was that a ghost cock that was getting dragged up here or whatever? But is like, as that, that, that a succubus? Yeah, that's what a succubus is, or or whatever a guy is. That's the version of that. I can't remember which one is which, but yeah. Honestly, so she got pure Harvey Weinstein by a ghost. <laughs> Oh my god, that is terrifying. The fact you've got it on film is terrifying. But like, and I'm not. I am not. I am not exaggerating. Like, and I'm not. Like, it was a clear as day. This face just comes out of the door, like this angry face. It was pure scary. Like, it's really giving me like similar vibes to like the Enfield Poltergeist. Yeah, it was full on like that. It was even like that. It's, it's that type of house as well. And like, not even joking. Like, this was like the noughties, like the early noughties. So it was like, noughties. A, it was the noughties, wasn't it? And it was like, so it was like a handy cam that we were using that my brother had for some reason, cause he was, yeah, he had one. Um, and so it was like a proper old school camera. So it's not going to be like high def and stuff like that, but it was clear as day. Do you know what I mean? I really hope our listeners will like start a change petition to get you that tape back. 
I know I hope so too by the way I mean even my mate who's not even asked about stuff like this she was like proper like you need to get that bloody tape back off that lassie it was because her I think I can't remember I think her boyfriend was doing was into ghosts or whatever and I was like have a look at this it's the only evidence of the world of ghosts and like but yeah that was a freaky experience there was loads more there was loads more like I could bring up at future like about the same ghost Mm, like It was the stamping up and down the stairs as well. It's because, so, and it ominous. Happened- mm-hmm. so ominous. Just oh. the one that really scared me was the being on the couch because I often do fall asleep on the couch with a blanket. Yeah. Did you just see something behind me? No, of course not. Oh my gosh. I thought you were reacting to something behind me there. No, I was just thinking about the ghost. Um, yeah, so that, like, like, that, was the, that was probably the most full on ghost experience I've had, like I would say. A hundred percent. Mental. But like I just have such a fear of somebody like pulling the bed covers off or dragging me out of bed. And you I just know. you just ignited that even more. So thank you, hon. Sorry. You know. <laughs> it's almost like we're doing a ghost podcast or something. I know, I know. Well, I hope a sexy ghost doesn't encounter you tonight. <laughs> well, no, I've not felt a bobby dragging up my, my leg that was cold, so I know she was like, it was ice cold. I was like, oh my God, that's horrible. You're like, imagine, I've just had a flashback. Imagine it was like your gran with your dildo. I was like, oh. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> Don't. Oh my God. That was, that was so embarrassing. You know, I realized it wasn't even a dildo, actually. It was a, it was like a cock game that you used to throw hoops on. There should be no erect penises anywhere. <laughs> She's probably watching like that. Looks really funny. She's like, that was a great game. That looks fun. <laughs> um, well, my stories are definitely not that scary. So mine's will be a bit of a buffer. In, in, in fairness, I set the bar quite high there. You have set the scariness bar quite high. Um, I've got quite a few stories um, from my friends and stuff. And I've got a couple from my mum. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you a story that happened to me. Okay. That happened to me. And the kind of... Weird things happened to me growing up, but this is kind of the only thing that I have ever seen. Right. Hey guys, just wanted to give full disclosure and a trigger warning for those who might need it. This story that I'm about to talk about does mention abortion and terminations of pregnancy. I know that this topic is not easy and that might be too triggering for some people. So if this is you, skip forward about four minutes till the end of the story. So I'm going to set the scene for you. I mm-hmm. was a student doing night shift in an old hospital um, in Scotland. And it was the old, uh, I think, children's ward or labour ward um, mm-hmm. and really old building. And I was working um, where you you work with kind of like terminations and miscarriages and stuff. So obviously it can be a very sad kind of place of to course, work. Yeah. <clears throat> but they were all so nice and um basically when somebody has had a termination or a miscarriage or you know whatever mm-hmm. you need two staff members to check the products of conception have passed right so basically you need to check it as two because if a woman was to, to retain any tissue it can be fatal for her of course of course infection and stuff like that so i'm just setting the scene as right, as right, as background and so anyway, I started on this ward, lovely, lovely people, but like patients would be like, oh, the nurse in the white gown has just given me my meds. She just came in. What? I just saw, I just saw a nurse with a white hat. 
all this stuff was, used to happen. It was always these two side rooms when you first came into the ward. They were both on the right. Always those two rooms, which seemed to adjoin with what was the old kind of labour ward. They would always say that they saw old-fashioned nurses walking past, checking on them. I'm like, that is NHS commitment. I know. <laughs> Even after death, you're like, yeah, I still need to do my night shift and stuff. Literally. <laughs> so, setting the scene, it was already a little bit spooky kind of to work yeah. in. And anyway, I was doing a set of night shifts and somebody had had a, a termination. So I, I got it and um, we went into like what we would call like the sluice or like a dirty, it's kind of like a, there's a clean room and a dirty room. So like clean room would be for like making up medicines and stuff like that. And what? the dirty room or the sluice would be for like checking these things or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was looking for someone else to check it with me. So I had it in my hands and I was walking to the sluice and I saw a nurse walking into the sluice in front of me. So I was like, yay, because there's only three people in the whole ward on night shift. So I was like, yes, I found her. So like I went in after her and I was like, oh, can you help me check that? And there was no one there. Oh my God. There was no, and I was literally standing with this termination in my hands. And I was like, do you know when you take a moment off, like I just saw someone walking here. Yeah. Like that's, that's how real it was. I thought another nurse had walked into that room and I was like, holy shit. Whoa. And it and it just kind of like it just kind of like took me aback. And then yeah. one of the other nurses did come and walk past. She was like, Oh, you look like you've just seen a ghost. And you're like I was like, Lynn, you've got no fucking idea, hun. Wait <laughs> till I tell you. You think um do you think it's like so is it an old was it an old hospital yeah. like before it was what it was then? All right, so yeah. what did it use? Fifties, I think fifties, I wanna ah, say. Jeez. That's so weird. It's, it's kind weird because of... I thought it was a person. That's what makes it weird to me. Like I didn't yeah. know that's a ghost walking past me. I thought, oh my god, there's a, my colleague, I'm gonna go and follow her. Yeah. You saw like a full bodied apparition. hundred percent. I saw somebody which, like, which is so un- like so uncommon. Like, you know, for people that are interested in this sort of thing or whatever, like, you know, the vibes in the hospital must be like super, like, it must be like something about the hospital, like vibe that's like retains that type of, type of memory as well. You know what I mean? Like, like a residual kind of haunting. Residual, yeah. Like, like a pattern or something like that. It must like, be like, and like just probably with the nature of the word, there probably is a lot of like emotions and stuff. Um, and honestly, I think we're going to have to just do a whole episode on all the shit that I have been told and heard at work because, yeah. Oh my- I have so many stories I could tell but that was the first thing that I saw I would say mm-hmm. I've ever seen and it was as clear as like a person that's so weird yeah. you've heard I've heard people say that as well like that they've seen they've, they've seen a ghost and you always assume it's like you know translucent or what I saw that time or whatever but it, like some people do see like full bodies and stuff like that it's mad like like they're there with you you know what I mean like it's just a real person and stuff and it's we. It was just weird. It was very weird. So that's been like my only experience, really, that I've physically seen something. My um, my my a nearest and dearest of mine, as you know, works for us at the NHS as well. And she'd said that there was a lot of like it's just vibes of hospitals, obviously. And um, she said that there was loads of things used to happen on their ward as well. Like she used to say like. Well, she's like, oh, I was on night shift the night there, and the phone kept flying off the hook and stuff like. That. You know, have the you obviously know they have the phones that you ring wards with and stuff like. That. She said that it just used to can like all night it just kept getting like thrown off and stuff like that and like. 
there was also stuff in one of the main hospitals she told me about in Glasgow where they'd seen like those stuff went on and all that and you know it's 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 lovely like like obviously hospitals are like I don't I like going to the hospital like I know it's not a nice place for everybody and stuff but I kind of like the care and the kind of love that goes into the role and like working for the NHS and stuff like that it's like it's like such a commitment to humanity or whatever but like there is also that that element of it where because of all the death and there's bound to be stuff that like hangs around and it's not always it doesn't always feel like it's bad either do you know what I mean probably most of the time it's not um we'll definitely need to do an episode on like hospitals and stuff but um like when people die and you do like when you do the like the final act of care it's called last offices I don't know if you've heard of it yeah yeah you heard of it and there's normally nurses who would do it um, and I've done I've done it more times honestly than I could probably count um and you like it's so respectful it really mm-hmm. is um and you do like you speak to the person because you just don't know what people can still hear you know like there's, yeah. a real, there's a real almost like superstition in nursing so that when you're doing last offices first thing you do is open the window oh yeah yeah I heard your that, soul yeah. can fly away yeah yeah that's lovely and there's all these stories of like hospital buildings that can't open windows people getting stuck or their soul being stuck um, and I was always taught move the table from the end of the bed in case angels come. Oh my god! All that's these so, little niche things. That's like that's so lovely as well. That you know you because uh, some you know today's society it's not that type of spirituality isn't always for everyone. Do you know what I mean? But to have it kind of embedded in almost like a process in how you deal with the passing of someone, it's like it's, it's never going to do harm. Is what I always think. Like no, I'm, I'm probably agnostic stroke atheist I don't really believe in a god but like I think it's really nice to do that for somebody like if angels do come like why yeah why not do it of course yeah it's really it's I like that side of it like you know like when you know I was told like from my, my you know my person or whatever like I used I was told about things like that that would happen and stuff like that and I thought that's just it's really loving you know what I mean so this is quite a dark it's not a dark episode but this is quite a deep episode okay, deep. right okay. I'm gonna need Lauren to give us more scary shit and I'm gonna go and turn the light on <laughs> my friends told me that when she was younger similar to my other friend I mentioned she used to see things when she was younger and um she said that she said for years like when she was about the age of like I think she was maybe about six to eight like she was quite young and stuff like that she basically told me that um where she lived was quite near like a mine and um she said that every night she said that she used to wake up and there would be an old man just like sitting in her room and she said I used to it's so distinctive in my mind that she used to like talk to him like have full-on conversations with the guy and it turned out he was like I'm sure she said that he was like a minor um and had like lived where she'd lived and stuff and every night he just had conversations and it was almost like they would just go okay right I'm gonna go to sleep now and then he would just like stay in the room with her and she'd go to sleep and then he would just be gone in the morning and was she like ever like was it threatening or was it just a nice kind of no it was like I think the way she described it to me if I can recall correctly was it was almost like he was like he was just interested to speak to someone and like wanted to tell his life to her and like you do hear that like obviously like ghosts and people that are past and stuff they tend to be drawn to children and stuff like for instance 
oh I don't want to talk about it right now actually but so my stepdaughter who is in who normally sleeps in the next room so as I mentioned before I live above a funeral parlor um like there's never any like there's never anything in this house like I, I never feel anything I sometimes feel kind of vibes like oh like maybe someone downstairs or whatever but like it's more like a change in the in the feeling of the house rather than something actually happens and it's never bad it's just different like it's like it's like someone's in your house and you're like why is why is that bitch in the house or whatever like <laughs> like that kind of vibe but I was speaking to her recently we're coming back from my mum's house and we were talking about this type of thing because she's quite interested as well and um, I said, has anything ever happened in our house? And she went, yeah. <gasps> and I was, like, I was like, what? What do you mean? And now my stepdaughter is very dry, okay? She's like quite logic, pragmatic. For a child that age, and she's quite mature, right? So she looks at things from a quite a scientific perspective. But that, so, so she said to me, one night, maybe like a year after we moved in, she said that I woke up in the middle of the night and I could see someone just standing, look, looking out that very window in her room. And she said, with her, with his back to her. And I said to her, I said, um, I said, are you sure it was somebody, you're not sure it was like me or, or your mum or whatever? Like, was it like that? And she went, um, well, mum's not bald. And it definitely wasn't you because it was too, it was too big. So she said she saw one night there was a man standing in her room, just staring out basically at the moonlight in that room there. I was like, ah! <laughs> like I said, do not tell your mom that. <laughs> Don't tell your mom that story. She'll freak out. So, and but then again, I said, you know, I, I, any, has anything ever happened since then? She said, no, nothing has ever happened again. So it was obviously a one-off. Some some somebody wouldn't bloody leave or whatever. But my other my friend that I was telling you about who spoke to the minor, and she's obviously a, a grown ass adult now. She came to visit me and she said, she's like, your house is very beautiful. She says it's a really nice environment, and she said, all that happens here is people pass through. She says they don't stay; they just they, they just arrive downstairs if they're still there, and then they go away. Oh, I like that. I mean, she, I don't like that, she, but she says that the atmosphere. She says the atmosphere of the house is so loving that it just kind of. Oh, I love that. So somebody hung about for a night or whatever, and then they buggered off again. But like, like hey, I'm in your room. <laughs> but it was so funny because you know she like Leah would never be like. She would always be like, um, you know, it's very um, matter of fact. You know, She's super matter of fact, like, yeah. So so that was interesting, but that's, that's the only thing that's happened in this house. And, you know, I was going to say my stepdaughter will be chuffed that I brought it up in the podcast. She's like, oh, that was me. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. But, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's, like, that's the only thing that's happened in this house. You got mm-hmm. any more stories from your side just oh, now? I've got, got tons. I don't think I'll be able to say them all if we're keeping it to a short one. Um, but I was just on the phone to my best friend, Madeline, who is happy to be named. Shout out, Madeline. Love you, hey, Madeline. Love you. Um, so she, I've known her for absolute years. I know her whole family. And she and her cousin were really, or and still are, really close to their grandparents. And mm-hmm. they went to visit them one day. And I think they'd, like, gone to the house. And they were going to go out, all go out and play somewhere. And it started to rain and cold. And they didn't have anything. So her granddad was like, oh, here's the keys. Just run back inside. You can borrow, like, one of my jumpers or one of granny's jumpers. So we went back inside um, and they heard somebody in the room next door going, Adeline, Lucille. Like somebody shouting on them like a whisper and they, they kept hearing it. Oh and they like went out and there was no one there. So they, they, she said that like, this is, what, this is her quote. She's like, my seven-year-old legs took six steps at once. I just ran. 
<laughs> and she just bolted and the both of them were scared um and they were like was it granddad like because it sounded like a man's voice but then he was like standing outside oh my god so they by the way you know in the last episode when I mentioned the thing first of all my mom was like we didn't argue that much Lauren and then secondly, <laughs> she like I remember that she said that she said the house was really strange over that period like it was like a remember because she heard the voice call my name in the hall she was like yeah loads of stuff happened over that time in the house I don't know what the hell was going on because we never had anything happen but it was just over that period it was really weird isn't that funny um like I think as well like maybe darker energies or whatever are attracted to people who are going through a shit time oh yeah for sure I think there's something in the energy like honestly like either it's like people coming to console you or help with the situation my mom was like you were probably shouting at me granny was telling you shut up or whatever and that might have been the case maybe but yeah it was a bit of a weird one I actually just remember something else that um someone told me in this house actually um recently but it's fine. I'm not. I'm not even going to think about it because that's a scary one. I'll keep it for another. Is that episode. too scary for just now? It's a wee bit too scary just now because I'm by myself in the house consistently. Yep. So I'm just like, let's keep the the the, the G stuff down. And we'll keep it. We'll keep it PG. We'll keep let's it keep down. it PG right now. But um, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I've got a couple of more more PG stories. Um, Go for it. So one is from my mama. My mom gave me two actually. So my mom's kind of like me. My mom's like a scientist. She is like science 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 yeah but also like, like these things she can't really explain so my mum her dad died when she was 18 and she was still like kind of working part-time and kind of studying and really busy um and I think that she hadn't really properly grieved him uh, yeah. so like a month after he died she came home from work and had a dream and so she went to bed and it was her dad and he was like wake up wake up and she was like what and he was like you need to wake up like you need to wake up now um and he was telling her to like look in the wardrobe for something whatever and she was like what and she said it was so vivid that like i thought my dad was in my room telling me to look in the wardrobe and so she woke up like a <gasps> like you know that really like gasp wake up and the house yeah. was filled with smoke and she came home and put something in the oven for her dinner and was so tired she'd fallen asleep through it and she's like was my dad trying to <gasps> that's amazing isn't it mm-hmm. um and her second experience was a dream as well but I just yeah I just think that's amazing like I do think that was her dad mm. coming to save her totally. the second one um was so after my my granddad her dad had died um my gran her mum had started seeing somebody else and given everything they'd gone through they were always like if I die first you know you'll know I'll come and speak to you I'll let you know I'm okay and vice versa they were like I'll let you know I'm okay I had this conversation and my mum didn't live live with them or anything she just kind of knew who he was um and she had a dream one night and she saw him uh, and um after he had died so he died as well and she had a dream and she was like oh my god Jimmy you're you're still alive like you're here you're okay and he was like yep Make sure you tell your mum that I'm okay. Oh, so my God. she didn't think much of it, went to speak to my banana and was like, I had this really weird dream that Billy told me to tell you that, like, to let you know that he's okay. And apparently her face went white. And then she told my mum the conversation they'd had. Oh my God. That's mm-hmm. so weird. What's the chances? 
that what is the chances do you know um actually you just reminded me as well one of my uh, relatives a, a very very close relative he passed away um many years ago now i think i was about 17 at 16 at the time and um so it was quite sudden we had no idea that, that he was, he'd been ill but we didn't know it was that bad and stuff like that so he suddenly passed away it was like such a shock um anyway myself and my brother we, like we went to the the house and stuff like that just like after he passed and I think everyone was there and everyone um, at one point I think someone was must have been my like one of my relatives I, I haven't got permission to say this so I don't want to like like say it who it is just in case but anyway we were upstairs in the house and um it was just me and my brother and we were talking about what had happened and obviously we were like upset and stuff like that and we said we were on the landing upstairs and in one of the rooms where the person used to sleep basically because he was quite ill um we heard this we were talking about him or we were talking about I, I can't remember we were talking about him anyway and then all of a sudden we heard this like and this there's no way that this would this something fell basically there was these big wardrobes in the, the room that he slept in and one of the wardrobe doors is what myself and my brother think happened is it, it must have been opened and then slammed like and it was so loud that we actually it could only have been someone physically doing that and me and my brother we were like oh and we just like ran downstairs and stuff like that but we were pretty convinced to this day like because it was such a short passing and like you know when it, when it happens like that i think there's some sort of visit this is my belief by the way obviously this is probably garbage or rubbish to a lot of people and stuff but i think there was like a residual energy of the person that had passed and like basically i think he was like trying to by any means tell us that he was still there because it was so loud and i remember my brother is like completely like he's not into the stuff at all like he'll watch most haunted if i force him or whatever but like um he was even he was like freaked out i mean he was like 14 at the time i think maybe or or 13 at the time he was a bit younger than me but like we both like were like oh <gasps> and bolted downstairs it was so <gasps> scary maybe well, he's was like stop scary. talking about me guys <laughs> i know i'm like don't talk about me bitch <laughs> like, <whatever. That's> <laughs> i'm gonna trash this bitch of a house <laughs> that's so but, yeah nice. that was weird that is weird um yeah i i've had a dream about a relative as well i've had a dream a two kind of dreams where i've had i don't know if there were messages or whatever mm-hmm. the first one um was after my nana had died i had um do you remember like the big ghd straighteners that were like this big like this wide i had them because i thought they were really cool and this is (laughs) like when you could when they would turn themselves off and i must have fallen asleep with them still on and not noticed and they're not safety conscious at all (laughs) well they just love our naps what can i say Uh, so I'd fallen asleep and I had a dream that my nana, like I was asleep on the couch and my nana was going, Olivia, you need to wake up now. She's like, wake up, wake up, wake up. And then she like tapped my forehead in my dream and I went, oh, like that. And my carpet was starting to burn. Oh my God. Thank God your relatives are so safety fire conscious. <laughs> by the way. For fuck's sake. You <laughs> like, a fire extinguisher in the afterlife for these I know, people. they're probably thinking... Well, I hope we don't keep to take up smoking or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other dream that I've had, like dream experience, was um, when I was at school, my friend died quite really suddenly, oh, um, God. and obviously was like a pretty awful time for my whole year. Mm-hmm. And like my group of friends and stuff were particularly going through a, a shitty time with it. 
Um, and do you know what? Something that like, without getting super deep, it's something that I still, I don't think I've ever processed. I don't think mm-hmm. I'll ever understand, but like everyone is just, everyone was and probably still is so confused. And how do you process that anyway? Of course. And I had a few dreams about her after that happened. Um, but the one that I remember was, I remember being in the PE changing rooms with the girls and she walked in and I remember being like, oh my God, you're alive. Like you're here, we can see you. And she was like, I'm always here. You just can't always see me. Oh my God. That's, and I was like, oh my God. Wild. And I was like, I can see you now. And I was like, what happened? Like, are you sore? And she was like, I just felt something on my head. It was a bit sore and then I went, and she was like, it was fine. <gasps> that was said to you in a dream. This, this was said to me in a dream. And she was like, but I'm always here. You just can't see me, but I can see you. Oh my God, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I've never, I, like, I've only had, sorry to, to, to turn it away for a second, because that's obviously very poignant and, and difficult. Don't turn it away. <laughs> but like, yeah, I mean, I, I've had, I only, I've only had one dream like that where a relative phoned me in a dream and was like, I miss you. Oh my god! And that, ha- mind you, like I was in Amsterdam with my parents at the time, probably like resenting that we couldn't go smoke a dope or whatever. But like, um, <laughs> it, it, it just happened after after said granny passed away. You know the granny that I was worried about the dildo situation. So you um, were like, I'm not going to the red light district. You've already. Been <laughs> yeah, I know. Once again, I was disappointing. <laughs> by, but let's go Amsterdam. Let's get hit that red light district. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I remember in the dream really just saying, and this is one of the only dreams I've had like that, where, where there was a phone ringing in the middle of a room in this weird, in this house that's so random, had nothing to do with my granny. It had something to do with my other granny filling off, but like, um, and yeah, it was ringing and I picked up the phone and she like gave me this message about, I'm, she was, I can't remember if she said she was sorry that she left and she was like, oh, I really miss you. And I was like, that's lovely. Oh. It's nice that your subconscious does deliver. I mean, whether it must be, I mean, I don't know. I'm obviously I'm into anything or whatever, but like it's nice that your brain can work that way. It almost tries to like bring resolution or bring resolve to to sometimes quite traumatic experiences. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Through that kind of method. Like totally. And like I could I could explain that to the nth degree that it was my subconscious just trying to find a bit of peace what's the yeah. chances of her saying I can see you but you just can't see me yeah that's super strange that's weird it's just so specific and I've only ever had oh my god a bird just screeched outside I thought it was a bloody <laughs> you're on edge in that house I am it. it's the vibes of this house listen I hope my sister is listening to this because she's like I didn't get those vibes in that house there's nothing and I'm like y'all I'm sitting here on the edge of my seat do you know maybe it's just you maybe it's your presence maybe there's something that like g's them up maybe i'm hungry maybe you are hungry actually. maybe i'm like on edge because i'm like i just need to eat and then i've eaten i'll be like oh i don't really care you can haunt me now <laughs> just take me keep forgetting you haven't eaten take me with your cold booby <laughs> <laughs> oh, should i cut that out or should i keep it in oh just keep it in <laughs> so i am sufficiently scared I don't think you're as scared as me. No, I'm not. But like I said, I'm looking forward to watching Beverly Hills shortly. I want to see. I'm going to watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because that and Family Guy are my go-to's when I've done something scary. Yeah, I think I'm going to watch. After this, I'm watching Bev Hills. Then I'm watching Love Island, and then I'm probably going to rewatch some of New York. 
I love that for you. Because I love Luann. That's a little trash TV night and I fucking love it. Do you know what it is? It's just my go-to and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I can't say what I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch New York again. It's such a comfort. It's such a comfort. It's like rereading your favourite book, but you're watching Housewives Mm. shout at each other. It's my fave. What I was thinking was, you know what we should pitch to Bravo? And like nobody steal this idea, this copyright. Um, (laughs) We should pitch real ghost hunting with the Housewives. Like that Girls Allowed episode, but like with the housewives. Oh yeah, when Cheryl oh, Cole is like chapping table, and then somebody does, and she's like, ah! "You're the funniest thing about that whole episode when they go to Nadine's house, and Nadine's like, no, 'No, I'm not coming.' <laughs> she's like, I don't know what ghosts and girls and all that. She's like, she was like, I'm such an coming. icon, honestly. She's like, I just like cooking bacon and stuff, working my flour. <laughs> working my flour. I don't like um, these ghosts." <laughs> um what's her birthday again i can never remember my pals the 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 f- <laughs> 1986 <laughs> <Gemini>. <laughs> trying to find her passport and she's like oh, where's my passport mommy well <laughs> one icon <laughs> actual do you know what else is funny about that show apart from the sadness that is sarah the um the um which we should mention you know obviously lovingly um nicola goes and sits out in the car because she can't take it anymore does she she was like i can't take this i'm going outside and just sit in the car <laughs> i was like that would be me <laughs> i feel like i feel like you would be like gals get me leave me alone no, a vet I, like no. yeah i would to be fair if it was a vet i would probably was it, it was a vet i'm sure in that one yeah by the way i hope i hope this like, builds traction in a vet it's like you know what i'm just gonna live i'm just gonna leave you carl i'm gonna have to go <laughs> lauren oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think me. Me and 100%. Stage. I think you've got the more banter, that's for sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the guys like. I don't know. Uh, Listen, I don't know Carl personally actually. So He's handsome. I can see why she got with him, but he's he's not aged that great. Do you think? He's handsome. I was watching some old, old Most Wanted earlier to get me in the vibe for this and like I was like, "Oh, yeah, Carl was a nice-looking guy." I think he's punching with a vet. He's punching with a vet, obviously I'm going to say that, but... but um, <laughs> I think that, 100%. I honestly didn't think this pod series would, like, turn into, like, an event fielding tribute or whatever, like, <laughs> an episode. Like, just yeah. the name to, please date me, event. love Lauren. Yeah, please date me. She's getting on a bit now, though, to be fair. But, um, but yeah. <laughs> Hopefully uh, we've, like, we've added a bit of laughter to make things less scary. I know, to balance out the sadness. But, um, yeah, I would say that... Um, I think we should pitch it. I think we should go to Andy Cohen and say we want to do a full, real ghost busting with the housewives. That's it. That's but a, like that's a, a proper ghost hunting, like not like shitty places, like as in like ancient ramen. Yeah, probably Old haunted shit. Drovers in. I think yeah. we should come down the vaults. Totally. Can you imagine though? Like imagine Sonia pissed down the vault. So speaking of ramen. Not the noodles. Who was speaking of ramen? <laughs> <laughs> I went. I went noodles. Yeah, so did I actually after I even said it. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like were we? Speaking of ram, the ram, the ancient ramen. That's going to be the topic of our next episode, right? Mm, so that's going to be me. Nice. And so yeah, I'm going to talk about ancient ramen. There's so much to cover in it. It's going to be fantastic. I'm just. I know. Just talking myself up, but it's going to be fabulous and it's going to be scary. 
it's really like it's so old that it's hard to find out the full history of it like that's how old it is yeah it's like proper it'd be it's a thousand it. years old what? Mm-hmm. built in the 1145 off the top of my head holy shit i thought it was like 300 years old or something like that no it's like a thousand years old no wonder yeah i'm looking forward to that episode actually i think it'll be a good show and i honestly would go and visit the ramen i don't know about you me too i'd visit the ramen and they could make us ramen they could we're like we demand our noodles we're here please please sponsor us yeah if we can get some ramen noodle sponsors um if there's anywhere like this is what we were going to hopefully do at one point like we do want to go and do maybe scary lockdowns sleepovers and places um and maybe like if one of those places are listening just get in touch with our email yeah get in touch with our email and we will come and we will record within and we'll give you five stars by default five stars whether it's haunted or not because it's very let us do that yeah five stars guaranteed yeah i'm up for that and do you know where else i really want us to go visit one day pluckley it's the most i want i'm going to do an episode on that and it's going to be it's the most haunted village not even just venue have you ever heard of pluckley is there i could totally be wrong is there like a factory there that's haunted I mean, the whole shindig is haunted, like the whole place. Apparently, you walk down the road and there's this ghost slapping you with their cold cocks all over the place or whatever. Ghost so, <laughs> dildos in your eyeballs and that. <laughs> yeah. So we need to, so that, yeah, the whole village is haunted. I remember, remember I was mentioning the Richard O'Brien tape. Um, That was one of the things that was covered. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, oh, I'd love to go to Pluckley. I'm like, oh, oh that's game. So and I was just thinking, so full disclosure, I'm moving to New Zealand in a couple of months. I could like go to haunted places in New Zealand and you could go to haunted places in Scotland and we could do like, like a live recording. <laughs> Both. Live recording. Where's where's more spooky? They are here. <laughs> like we can totally do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. But yes, let's try and see what we can before I do go. Perfect. I know. We've just started this and all of a sudden you're leaving. I know, but I'll be back. And also like ghosts are everywhere. They are indeed. And it actually might work out better because I'm pretty sure I will be morning when you're evening if we record in that way. And I think oh, that's better for all of us involved. Like, have you seen how jumpy I am? Yes. I think it may be good to just be like, right, I'm going to work now. I'm going to forget about this. <laughs> I'm too scared. Nice. So anyway, yeah, looking forward to the next episode. Thank you for listening. And yeah, Lauren, I think the episode after potentially you're going to do Drovers In. Um, the drovers in yeah uh, I'm down down the south of Scotland gonna do a little bit of background history on that and um, yeah it's gonna be a good episode I don't know that I didn't know anything about it so I'm looking forward to that fab yeah it's a good one it's a good place to do um, follow us on Instagram at is this place haunted podcast email us with your stories DM us just do what feels right do what feels right thanks again for your time
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.